0: Welcome to What's Up in Jeju where I visit places around the island and talk about what's happening with #DailyK's host Peter Bent.
1: We've got an interesting topic today which I previewed very clumsily. Yeah. I didn't I always want to make it sound mysterious and interesting and, and <laughs> without giving it away. And I don't know what to do for today, so I said it's <laughs> like maybe a stone or a rock and it's an iconic kind of shape. And I had one in my in my living room when I was growing up as well. It was all rubbish. So why don't we just reveal? What are we talking about today,
0: Angel? We are talking about a very unique stone. You were it was all right, Peter. You were you hit the nail on the Yay. head. It was it was that was oh, really good. You're, you're um, a nice friend, yeah. Angel. Thank you. Yeah. It is. It's a unique stone statue that is iconic to Jeju Island. And I don't know why we haven't discussed it in depth before on the show i mean we've been doing this for months but it is the <laughs> dol harubang yay <laughs> yay
1: the dol harubang so if you're not aware of what this is mm-hmm. i'm sure many of our listeners might not know what? How would you describe it?
0: Right. So, 돌 harubang is, it translates to stone grandfather in the local Jeju dialect because that's exactly what they look like. Um, They're deeply uh-huh. rooted in Jeju Island's culture and history. And they've been a part of the island's folklore for, I mean, centuries. If you've ever been to Jeju, oh, wow. I'm 110% sure you've seen one. You can find their image all yeah. over the island. Like You can buy little figurines as souvenirs. Uh, there are even a, a couple huge ones right outside the gate of the airport to welcome you to the to the island.
1: You cannot miss them, can you? Mm-hmm. They are here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. yeah, so 돌, even in regular Korean, just means stone. And right. then harubang is the Jeju dialect for grandfather, is
0: yes. it? Yes, that's correct. Yes. <laughs> so let's show
1: our first image here. Okay. What is this?
0: So this is an image taken at the Dol Harubang 공원. It's the 북chondolharubang 공원. Uh, the park, I was able to get an interview with the founder. His name is uh, Kim Nam Hung. He's a founder and resident artist of the park. Mm. Yeah, it's actually uh, uh, like an art museum, but the theme is all about 돌하르방. So I thought that was really interesting. So Mr. Kim Nam Hung... He was born and raised in Jeju, but he, and he studied art. His main medium was actually oil on canvas, but then he realized the uh-huh. cultural significance of 돌harbang. So he tried to preserve it using the skills he learned in art. And uh, the art museum is 23 years old. Over the years, he's constantly added mm. elements to it and we will go and we will continue to do so in the future. He's got a little park here and recreated the Harubang in all sorts of different artistic ways. Uh, but for me, nice. right, the selling point is what I'm going to show you next. So I have a video of the painstaking oh. work of Mr. Kim, uh, the work that he's placed on himself, really, in his quest to preserve the 돌harubang and its culture. I don't have it, right. a video of him actually... Doing the work, <laughs> he's gonna explain what he did, which I thought was amazing. We're
1: gonna trust him. Okay. <laughs> he looks trustworthy. Here we go. Here's clip one.
2: 제주도의 중요한 가치물로서 제주도의 중요 민속자료 2호로 지정이 돼서 이제 문화재로서 보호받고 있거든요. 아. 근데 이 보호받고 있는 이 도라루방이 단점이 뭐냐면 흩어져 있어요. 그러니까. 관심을 두지 않으면 원래 당시에 만들어져 있는 오리지널을 만나보기가 힘든 거죠. 그래서 저는 답사를 통하면서 그 중요한 얼굴을, 어, 재현 작업을 통해서 한 자리에 모으는 작업이 중요하겠다라고 해서 일일이 실측과 조사에 의해서 현존하는 도라르방 47기를 이렇게 재현해서 한 자리에 모아놓은 겁니다. Oh, so
1: there are like authentic, original Hadoopans? Mm-hmm.
2: Yes,
0: yes. There are actually 47 authentic that remain on the island. However, what Mr. Kim was saying here was they're all spread apart. So they they cannot be collected and put together because they are a protected cultural heritage. Mm. So they can't be moved. You can't touch them. So because yeah. they're all spread out all over the island, if you're not studying the stones with intention, Mr. Kim says, it's really difficult to notice them that they're even real because mm. there's like replicas all over, right? And I'm sure, sure you've seen at least one authentic one if you've been to Jeju and did the tour, you know, yeah. the whole tourism here But thing. You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know, would you? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So he says oh. that's the reason why he, he studied them for years and he created exact replicas and put them all in the same spot so you can see them all in, in, one, in one view.
1: Oh, wow. So that's this photo mm-hmm. where you're with all the Toru yeah. This is what the authentic ones actually look like. Yes. He basically copied them.
0: Yes. And he said he wow. tried to stay as true as possible. Like he tried to use a similar type of stone and use like the, the tools from like the ancient tools that they used back then, too. So, yeah, it's as close as you can get. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: And so, yeah, these look really old, but these are newly one done, newly done ones yep. made to look old
0: right that's
1: pretty cool isn't it yeah really we're talking all about these little stone grandfathers Mm -hmm. Doral Harubang famous on Jeju Island we've learnt there were 47 or are 47 authentic ones on the island Mm -hmm. a few messages Siska who's been to Jeju a few times says I bought those as souvenirs Mm -hmm. from Jeju obviously not the full size ones but the little ones and uh, that's what I used to have in my house growing up in London I'd don't know why my mum had brought it back from creation, not from Jeju or anything, mm. but I had that all the time. It was a fixture in our living room and I used to think it was oh, wow. so sweet and cute and the little <laughs> holes in it. I was like, oh, what's this? And then my mum explained, you know, it's yeah. kind of volcanic rock, right, which is yeah. what I guess they're almost all made from.
0: Right. Yes. they. It's all volcanic rock. All the rock we <laughs> we have here is volcanic.
1: Yeah, so that's what you could see in the photos earlier. That's just what they're made of, right? It's not like shiny marble or anything, yeah, which no. kind of adds to the rustic nature
0: yes. of them, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just dug the rock out from the ground or maybe moved it over from the ocean, um and yeah, they just create... By the way, if you are in Seoul, for anybody who's in Seoul and you want to mm. take a look for what, you know, for yourself what in person, I do believe they have a couple uh, on exhibit at one of the museums there. I can't tell you which one, but it's there. <laughs> yeah.
1: I I've seen them certainly in mm-hmm. Seoul. Maybe just randomly here and there. But you're right, if you go into a cultural space, you have a decent chance of seeing them here. They're not restricted mm-hmm. to uh Jeju. Although now I'm really curious whether these are authentic quote unquote oh. ones up in Seoul. Perhaps yeah, so there are not. two. Um Oh yeah, there are okay. two authentic, authentic ones, ones in Seoul. up here. Mm-hmm. So Tiggerish asked this, yeah. and I, I, I wonder if there's an answer to this that you know, Angel, mm-hmm. because you're not a Dora Harabung expert right, yourself. Right. But he was like, is is there is there a kind of standard for an authentic quote-unquote one? And who created then the originals, quote-unquote?
0: Wow, that is a really great question. Um, all I know from what I can tell you is that they are hundreds of years old. Uh, oh wow yeah so I think they can date date them all the way back to the 1700s right I don't know if they existed (gasps) before that but for sure there are records of them in 1700s as for who created them uh, what mr. Kim told me was the local stonemason they were kind of directed Mm -hmm. to to create these yeah these figures
1: Amazing, yeah, so it's based on, I guess, the age, whether they're considered authentic slash original. Mm -hmm. I guess original might be a better word in that case, because... Yeah, the ones that are modern—they still look nice. They're not like fake dinosaur right, right. They're still made of volcanic rock, and they've mm-hmm. been they've been processed in in certain ways. Ron Wilson's also on board saying, "I would love to see those in person. Mm. Yeah, and you you can touch them and everything. Yes, There's yes. not too many restrictions. Right. I'm not sure about the authentic ones. Now I'm scared maybe to break them or anything. Uh, so what are we going to check out in our second part?
0: Right. So. So no two Torah are completely alike. They are all unique. They're all different in different ways. So, for example, some are short. you could you saw in the picture earlier, some are tall. Even their facial expressions are quite different. Some appear to be slightly smiling. Some are very like stern looking. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the positioning of their hands are different, left over right, right over left. Uh, and then some even actually appear to be wearing clothes, interestingly oh really yeah yeah he actually showed me uh, he took me close up to uh, to a couple of the figures that were there the 돌halbang and he showed me where they had tried to etch in like patterns like textures of clothing or you know like back in the day they uh, the they were hats that had the what do you call them like it was like a, <laughs> a necklace attached to the hat I don't know what is it called
1: oh to keep it like under your chin like yes. a strap
0: yeah. oh there you go strap <laughs> So, so That's some of them the we're yes
2: for.
0: <laughs> Some of them appear to have straps on their hats. Yeah, so it was all really mm. interesting. However, Mr. Kim said that he was telling me how they all look different, but they also serve slightly different functions as well. And I have a video of him explaining what the first function is, which is the most well known.
1: Ah, this will uh, scratch the itch that Eor had saying is there a reason they were created? Well, let's take a look at this second video.
2: 돌하르방이 갖고 있는 기능이라는 게 있습니다. 기능. 기능을 우리가 네 가지로 추려볼 수 있는데 그네 가지의 기능의 첫째가 뭐냐면 어, 이 돌하르방이 조각돼서 세워졌던 게 조선 시대 때 제주라는 섬의 행정 구역은 제주 목성 대정 현성 정의현성, 이렇게 일목이현제도를 갖고 있었는데 이세 개의 성 지역에 가장 많은 사람들이 모여 살았거든요 음. 그리고 이세 개의 주요한 성에는 동서남문이라는 문이 있었습니다 그문 앞에 입구의 지킴이의 역할로 세워졌었거든요 그래서 음. 학술적으로 이거를 어떻게 보냐면 가장 사람들이 많이 모여 살고 있는 지, 이 고을의 지킴이의 역할을 했다. 그래서 수호신척 기능을 첫째로 얘기합니다. Oh, so what is their main
1: function then?
0: Their main function, the most well-known are spiritual guardians. So the 돌하르�bang were created to ward off evil spirits and protect the island from harm. Uh, they were believed to have like uh, a powerful spiritual presence, and so they were often placed at the entrances of villages, sometimes home, buildings, maybe fields, to keep away malevolent spirits. Um, and they were placed outside mm. of gates for protection, sometimes even against demons traveling between realities so
1: yeah oh wow well, that's impressive
0: mm mm-hmm. Yeah, really, really cool. Um, there are a few more that I do want to touch upon. So he said there were four functions, right? The second one uh-huh. was they served as a restricted access signposts, basically like a big do not enter sign for certain areas oh. or certain buildings. Yeah. I don't know if those looked any different, but um, mm. I guess back in, back in that day, the, just the culture, you knew which ones are which right Uh, yeah so some are do not enter signs that was a second function the third function was they marked the boundaries of towns as well as uh, fortresses and other important sites so when people were traveling along roads or sometimes maybe there weren't any roads they used them as landmarks when they were traveling like Mm. like road signs almost
1: That's way cooler than our current rubbish road signs that are just like flat pieces of metal. I want statues again.
0: Yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool. Um, The fourth one, which I think you would find really interesting, Peter, is there was a superstitious Uh aspect to it. So... um, Oh. These 돌하르방, they were considered to be gods also offering both protection, but also fertility. So if you're looking at the image, the part of the nose yeah. is shaved off because there was a superstition yeah. sh- saying that if you um, shaved off a part of the Harbang's nose and consumed it and ate it for women, it, yeah. you would mm-hmm. you could get pregnant with a son. So maybe it was seen as a yeah. phallic symbol I don't know but we we see that a lot in history.
1: Uh, wow but eating it. Yeah. The volcanic rock, Mm -hmm. I I don't, I'm not a medical professional, Mm -hmm. although, you know, I studied biological sciences, so I'm basically a doctor. I wouldn't (laughs) recommend doing that, and I don't think that it is scientifically proven to help you have a son. I'm guessing you still had to have a husband as well. It wasn't like some kind of supernatural conception after eating the nose.
0: Yeah, no, no, but um, I
2: can't
0: tell you why, but I thought it was just really, really fun. Wow.
1: Wow! So the, that that indented nose is because people were eating that. Yes, <laughs> the bungs. Yes, they would either I eat it or rub it. I wonder what the sculptors thought. Rub it. Thought. Mm-hmm. Rub it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Just rub it, rub it, and then like try and get the energy off of yes, it. Or yes, something. yes, yes. What are we gonna hear about in part three, Angel?
0: Okay, so when Mr. Kim was recreating the 47 original 돌하르방 to place at his art museum, he made mm. sure to stay as true as possible to the old way of stone carving. Because I found yeah. that with him, What well, yeah, my interview with him lasted about an hour and a half, but I realized that because he's an artist, he approaches everything with an artistic perspective right so it's not mm. just about the product right it's it's about the process so he wasn't concerned yeah. just about studying the mm. dorhadabang and the culture, history, all of that. He was, he was deeply interested in that, but he was also really interested in the process of creating it because he felt like there was a lot to learn about his ancestors and also about Jeju's history Mm -hmm. and culture by partaking in the process himself. So, you know, using his hands and his body to do what they did. Right. Um, So he used the same tools. He tried to as much as possible and he recreated the whole, the whole experience uh, because he wanted the experience to be meaningful. And I thought it was actually wow. really beautiful when I heard him explain it. And he said yeah. he did indeed learn a lot from, him, from it. And one thing that impacted him greatly was, was why he felt, he felt why the Jeju people felt like they needed these statues. He said he became a oh. little bit more aware, like in his spirit almost, right, in his core yeah. uh, of why he, of why the Jeju people would go through all this trouble to to create these statues,
1: by by doing it himself, he sounds yeah. like almost like a method actor who yeah. like goes into their role right. really deep.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: we're gonna hear yes. what he learned through this whole process yes. in our third clip. <laughs>
2: 똑같이 해봤던 거예요. 당시에 아, 조각했던 아, 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 아. 방법대로 조각을 하다 보니까 어떤 생각이 들었냐면 왜 당시에 이섬 땅에 살았던 사람들이 이걸 만들었을까? 음. 만든 이유를 살펴보니까 어, 당시 제주라는 섬의 특성은 병방 지었고 유배 사람이 이 거친 풍토에서 생존을 이어가는 데는 너무 힘든 환경적 요인도 많았던 거예요. 그러다 보니까 힘든 삶을 살고 있었던 사람들에게는 위로해 줄수 있는 그 마음이 필요했던 거죠. 음. 그래서 이 석상에 대한 참가하게 된 동기는 당시에 살고 있었던 사람들의 마음을 위로해 주기 위해서 조각되어서 설치가 된 거다. 음. 그렇게 보시는 게 맞습니다. Wow, it seems like 음. he learned a lot through this.
0: Yeah, yeah. So if you've been listening to this show for any number of days, you'd know by now that historically, it hasn't been very easy for Jeju people. There's been a lot of oppression. You know, Jeju's history is just riddled with pain and suffering. So Mr. Mm. Kim was saying that he believes that the reason why Jeju people decided to create these stone figures is for a sense of peace and encouragement and comfort. Because they wanted to be comforted and given assurance that there was like a, a supernatural power that was working for them when everything else was working against them,
1: uh, to c- protect them, yes. to maybe yeah. give them reassurance mm-hmm. that maybe if the mainland came a calling with some more oppressive measures, that <laughs> right, they would be okay. Yes, oh, yes, and that there's something a out there. That's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sad reason be- behind all these stone grandfathers. And it's interesting to choose, like, a stone grandfather, because if I was designing something to protect us, I don't know, like, what we've got a lot of up on up in Seoul, the, the Hetchy, the kind of mythical creature that's mm. dragon and lion and all things together. Mm-hmm. Not a grandfather so much, yeah. I don't <laughs> think, is what I would point to straight away. But there's something, I don't know, kind of peaceful about
0: right. it. Right, Right, I think so too. Um, it, it's just, yeah, it was the, it's really sad, right? Really, really sad, mm. but it's beautiful at the same time. Uh, and, you know, it's really, they're essentially a symbol of peace, is what Mr. Kim was saying. Um, but you can also see that yeah. in the legends that surround the 돌하르�bang. In every story uh-huh. that has a 돌하르�bang in it, like every mythical story, they were uh, sent to protect the people. Like there's one story where there's a yeah. uh, great flood was coming to the island and so what the go- gods did was they carved the out of stone and they placed them on the island to to keep the flood away or to keep the waters at bay right that's just one of one uh-huh. of the stories yeah so i feel like i don't wow. know i think back in that time maybe they were grasping for something just a sense of like you said reassurance What's Up in Jeju is supported by JDC, which is creating a free international city that resembles nature, embraces the future, and reaches the world. Arirang Radio.